Welcome to the Kitchen Island Podcast. Good evening, my friends. It is not Monday night, but we managed to put in a Kip review show. Um, tonight, we are missing my co-star. No. Yeah, I guess he's a star, eh? My co-star, Tommy. But you know what? I got the other part of my A-team, and I have Kiana and Suma with me. How are we doing, guys? Good, thanks. Good. And Thank guys, you. you know, you know I, I noticed it, but I never introduced myself. Like people probably don't even know my name, you know, but that's okay. It's, it's better, it's better to be mysterious like that. But to, I guess for today, I'll, I'll say, you know, my name's Josue, uh, for those who, who, who don't know. Um, guys, for the next 40, like 30 to 40 minutes, we're going to talk about some, you know, so, some footy talk. So we, we kind of threw up, uh, threw together an agenda. Uh, we're going to talk some Liverpool Everton, some Ballon d'Or. Uh, some Mo Salah talk. Um, is the Premier League now a three-team race? A um, little, little discussion in Spain and uh, France and uh, here at home with Canada taking on the U.S. Um, so you know what, guys, just to not waste any more time, uh, let, let's talk about the Merseyside Derby because, um, you know what, for me, it's, I always get nervous. It's just one of those, those teams where you just never know. Even though, guys, like I... We, we've been pretty dominant, you know, but, but for some reason, it's still kind of kind of there in my mind that we could potentially lose this game. Uh, Kenna, I'll bring you in first and, and tell me how you felt about it. Uh, the first thing that I thought about was what I was trying not to think about was the, what happened the last, like, it was like post-traumatic stress syndrome. I, I was actually mm-hmm. stressed and um, I wasn't worried about beating them I felt like this was going to be a comfortable win I really did feel like that it was just like in the meantime like how how is that gonna affect like the it always seems like we just always have this clash with them and then it it starts out the same way it started out today which is like okay well look like we were in charge and then it just starts to get like nippy and then studs and then blood and I was like oh my god like (laughs) what is this why is Robo bleeding like what's going on why is Mata holding his chin? Like it, 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 that was more the physicality of it was more what I was worried about. And like our team is like, if you really watch us, we're, we're not aggressive. Like we're, we're just not an aggressive team like that. Like we play clean and regardless of, of that, it just seems like, uh, for some reason, when it comes to this der- derby, it's just like, oh my gosh, you're just sitting there. I'm just sitting there like white knuckles, like, oh gosh. And then Van Dyke and yeah, it was PTSD for me, but um, I felt good. I thought we were going to win. We did. Um, I said five, nothing. Cause it just seemed like that's been the trend that we're on. Like these, these high scoring matches, but I'm, I'm happy with the, with the result. I'm happy with the lineup. You're kind of like, but I'll settle for four, one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, Suma, I'll bring you into it. Cause um, Canna brought up a, a good point that these Merseyside derbies are always pretty freaking aggressive. And in recent times, I think we've been the re- on the receiving end of uh, a physical match where we get battered and bruised. Exactly. I remember last season, we started well. We had pretty good start of the season. And then came up the game against uh, Everton in the derby. We know what happened to Van Dijk. Also, Thiago at that time, he was like integrating with the team. So he got injured at bad moments and he was out for three months at least. So, uh, and we, uh, we scored, uh, Henderson scored the last minute winning goal and then it was disallowed for offsides. We don't want to go back to that time, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean like the impact of that game, what happened after that game, it changed after that game. So I was... I was nervous. I wasn't very nervous about the score. Like I was optimistic to get the three points today, given like the recent uh, run of both teams. Like you know, uh, Everton is having a bad run. Liverpool having a fantastic run, winning three, four, five. So I was optimistic to win, but I was like a bit nervous of what will happen if we can, if we can, if we'll have maybe an injury or something. But. Fortunately, everything went well. We got the three points. We scored four goals. Mo Salah was on fire. We'll speak later about him. Uh, so, yeah, it was a pretty good game, and I'm very happy with it. I think what I'm, what I'm feeling, and I think you guys can echo this, this sentiment, is the fact that 
everything's going pretty well right now. But in the last, you know, there's always some injury or something like that that happens, right? That kind of screws us over. And and so like we really want to avoid that. And a team like Everton, um, j- just basically, you know, it is the Merseyside Derby. You know, it's going to be physical. It, it's it's going to happen. Uh, but I just I just don't want those the injuries to to those players like like um, you know like Thiago who are more more finesse players. You know, even though he puts in a tackle, but you know a tackle will get him ba- based on the the way he carries the ball and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's where the my nervousness came from for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking looking at the lineup, uh, Kiana, it looked pretty solid, right? That's as best as we can get, I think. I I was happy with it. Um, again, like there's just certain matches where I feel like the fact that we have options makes it just seem like there's a little bit more tailoring that that you know that we can have with the squad. So I feel like it's it's a no brainer when you have Tiago and Fab in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you can play around with who supports him in mid. Um, I I didn't look at the lineup beforehand, but I, I was, I don't know, these last stretch of matches, I I'm just like, ah, and I, I, I'm not even joking. I said to myself, what would change my mind about Hendo in this match? I'm like, he'd have to score. And he did. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like this season he's kind of up and down, but we know what he brings to the squad. And, um, the fact that it was like the universe was just like, here you go, Kiana, don't give up on him. And, you know, like he was just right place, right time and like a perfect goal. So um, I don't know, Matip, uh, we hadn't seen him in the last match. And I think the match before either. So I was, I anticipated him being in, but if it was up to me, I think I would have chose Kanate for, for this um, start as well, just because I'm like, okay, Calvert-Lewin is out, but Richarlison's hungry. Like, like to me, it was just a, a match that we expected to win, but a match that they needed to win. And I wasn't just sure what they were going to come at us um, attacking wise, but um, yeah, I was, I was, I was happy with the lineup, but like there's no team in the league that has a better forward attacking squad than we do. So I, I felt, I felt good about, uh, I felt good about who was, who started and, and uh, what, how, how they contribute to the game. Uh, Suma, what, what do you think? Uh, Matip or uh, Kanote? Which which one would you go with? Uh, Matip, 100%. Yeah. So for me, this game, like um, the lineup of this game was, for me, is the best that we can get. Mm-hmm. Like Even like if we have Firmino, Elliot, Curtis Jones or Konate, for me, this is the best 11 I think at so. the moment. So um, I was like even last time when uh, against um, Southampton, I was saying that my only change would be a uh, matchup instead of uh, Konate. Konate, he's good. He has good future. He's good to learn with um, Van Dijk matchup. He's lucky to have club. I'm sure he will be great in the future. But at the moment, matchup is uh, for me. He has he has to play whenever he's fit. And Klopp is good with rotation. I've seen like he does some rotation at the right moment. So whenever the one who plays would be fit hundred percent, which is good. You know, I, I can definitely understand that too. And um, I think Klopp is easing uh, kind of t- into the lineup, and I I think it's he's he's doing well. And uh, you can see that that uh, kind of t- is talented, and he's the future. That that's the way. That's just the truth. Uh, but yeah, there there's um certain level of, of trust and confidence you have in your center backs. And Matip was the, was the go-to guy for, for this game, for sure. Um, you know, Everton, look at Everton guys. Can I just bring it up is I hate Rashalison, man. I, I, there's this, there's this dislike that I have for him. Just, he, you know, and, and I think Tommy kind of, kind of hit on it in, in our group chat when, when he said that he's more of a, of that kind of Suarez that you hate than, uh, in, uh, than, uh, El Doof, Right. But like, I don't know, Richard, it, it just boils my blood when like you're, we put it out for your player and you give it back to us, but in a corner, he remember, did you see that when he gave it back to, to, to Liverpool, Richardson cornered it. Like, it's not like you, it's, it's just not good sportsmanship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, it's just shitty. And that's when I wrote the comment, like, I fucking can't stand this guy, you know, um, mm-hmm. everything else I, I can't hate on, on his, um, on his work ethic, his willing to, to to win and, and, and do whatever, you know, um, I can't hate on his diving. Listen, every, at this stage, 
let's be completely honest, every footballer dives. You know what I mean? That's like just part of it. Uh, unless you're on the ground all the time, then you point it out. But hey, it's just, that's the way forwards are nowadays. Um, but yeah, no, Richarlison just, ugh. anyway. That, yeah, no, I hear you. He, he rubs me the wrong way as well. Cause it, it, it's just like, why? Like, why would you even do that? But yeah, it is about sportsmanship. And sometimes he just seems like a big crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, let's look at the scoring. Um, the first goal, Henderson. Uh, fantastic. What a, what a cutback by Robertson. You know what I mean? Uh, Robertson's added again with his and that left foot. Um, I saw a stat online. Jesus. Um, I Sorry, guys. I can't credit who it was. But it looks like this game was not the first game, but the last time. Liverpool scored, I believe, four goals with the on the left foot. It, it was all left-footed, was like back in 2020. Um, oh, wow. so that that was kind of you know, a stat people come up with the most random stats. So yeah, <laughs> uh, they were all they all scored by by left foots. Yeah. That's, so, that's a good point to mention. Yeah, yeah just uh, random, right? It's all it's, <laughs> stats are out there, right? No matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt like you know, we came out firing, really firing, but like Henderson puts us up uh, one nil. Um, then like, okay. Henderson with a, a great pass to, to Mo Salah to, to make it uh two nil. But then after that, uh, Suma, I'll bring you into, it. I felt like we lost a bit of control of the game and things got a little nervy. Exactly. Like we conceded the goal before the first half, which wasn't the great time, the best time to, uh, Consider goal and we didn't start in the perfect way the second half. It happens like in it's a derby and uh, in those games you cannot like uh, dominate 90, 90 minutes of the game. It's hard like there are some ups and downs. And uh, the good thing the Salah scored the third goal at the best time. Oh, and at that yeah. time when he scored the third uh, goal, we all knew that the game is over and uh, we're gonna finish like relaxing, no stress. So uh, so it came at the right moment. But just, uh, but go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say I, I think that we kind of took our foot off the gas and being away in a at, you know at Goodison Park in a Merseyside Derby was really not the right place to 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 take your foot off the gas. And um, but it was kind of funny that you saw people leaving the stadium in like the 20th minute. You know, I mean that was that was very, very interesting. Um just really curious as to see what like uh uh, Evertonians are thinking, you know what I mean? Like to leave in the 20th minute. Um, I know they're going through some injuries. Like I, I'm really curious to see that the, their expectation of their team, you know what I mean? Like Kiana, maybe, maybe I'll bring you into to this one, kind of get the feeling. Like obviously we're not Everton supporters and we we don't know exactly the feeling, but there's like leaving in the 20th minute against like potential league league um competitors, like it's really like I don't know. I think it's premature for me. Yeah, considering it's a derby, right? Like you're you're supposed to be there cheering on your squad. It's a big rivalry, but that just shows you to me what the morale is like with with the team and the support. Well, not with the supporters, but I think obviously it's going to affect the team. They're on, I think I read it was a seven. This would be the eighth game that they've lost. So they're just like, here we go. Like here goes Liverpool. So imagine they're they're watching how we've been doing. And mind you, this is this is what other teams do. They they sit in silence and just kind of like boo us. They won't give us any kind of credit. And then when we come out and it looks like yeah, oh it's over. Liverpool's two up. Like we're 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 giving up on. Uh, we're we're giving we've given up. And I'm not surprised that they left the stadium. But um, that being said, like am I am I the most sympathetic person when it comes to teams talking about injuries? No. Because yeah, no, of like, look at, look at what's happened with us, but that just shows you how much there's certain people that are very crucial to their performance. And if they're going to say that it's about injuries and I think we succumb to more then it just, yeah, it just goes back to, to the morale and how much they depend on key people for results and just looks like to me, like they're in trouble. And I heard the, the Rafa at the wheel and I was like, Oh no, we're already already starting that. So I don't know. He kind of had that, like, there was like a moment when the camera panned over to him and he was doing like that old stare where he's just staring off into like the twilight zone. And I was like, Oh no, it's going to go downhill from here. Awesome. I well, you know, Rafa took a job that, um, you know, that the commentators were actually saying, and, and they pointed out something that made me realize that he didn't walk into the most 
healthy environment in the sense that like uh, the club has spent so much money and what do they have to show for it? You know what I mean? Who's doing the recruitment? So he walked into this kind of like this big mess. And, and that's uh, Suma, I'll let you let you finish on, on that because uh, there's only so much Rafa can do. Exactly. But I mean, he has like long experience in Premier League. He knows like the team, he knows the environment. If he uh, like decided to get the job, he should assume and he should be responsible of his choice. Like, if he didn't, if he didn't uh, like, if he accepted, that's it. He has to assume. He has to improve the team. He has to do with the players that he has. He has to deal with injuries. That's part of his job. He, he needs to find solution. So uh, I understand it's bad luck that happens in um, football, but uh, like he's not someone who came from different league or from uh, North America. No, like he's been managing for a long time. Liverpool. Um, Newcastle, Newcastle. When he managed, uh, when he was coaching uh, Newcastle, they they had so many uh, problems at that times, and and uh, they didn't have like enough money to for recruitment and stuff. So he should know, and uh, and I believe he know <laughs> for sure. But I mean, he should assume that he needs to find solutions regarding his problems. I I don't mind. Like it's not my problem; it's his problem. I'm just yeah. watching and enjoying Liverpool winning against them. That's good. But uh, yeah, Rafa needs to find solutions and uh, he needs to act. And... Yeah, that, you know that's that's a good point. There's only so much we can give him a free pass, right? Um, he knew kind of what he was getting himself into, perhaps. Um, but yeah, he also did leave Newcastle because he um, lack of funds, right? So and it was it was a big mess, worse than than Everton. Um, so yeah, I mean Benitez, like you said, man, I had to figure it out. Um, he needs to also figure. Like, remember when he went to Real, he needed to figure that out as well. And um, he didn't last that long. He had all the tools, and he didn't last that long. So I don't know if if Benitez live is losing a bit of his of his magic or not. Uh, that's that's interesting to see because. Like after this, I don't know where else he can go. Like it's it's almost like, to a certain extent, it's almost like Mourinho, eh, guys? Like Mourinho, he's he's just jumping here and there. He doesn't. He barely has that short term success now that he was known for. So anyway, um, so that so uh, where was it? Oh yeah, so about about the game. Uh, ended up going. So after after they pull one back to one halftime. Uh, second half, um, like like you said, Suma, they came out. Um, you know, they, they they came out really well, and we ended up getting the third goal when we really, really, really needed it. Um, but the most solid goal, okay, he takes it from half all the way up. That he, right away, I thought this is Suarez 13-14 against Everton when he intercepted a pass from Jack Yelka, and he ran it in. Do you guys remember that? Like he ran it in within within our uh, the 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 defensive half and ran it all the way through and I was just like that's man that's exactly like Suarez. Oh, he was so composed, man. And you, I think it was Keen that was trying to like grab after him. Yeah. And he like kind of like shrug, like just his speed yeah. and his composure. I was like, oh man, he's so good. Yeah, no, FSG definitely needs to pay Salah. Like, there's no way around it. I don't even know why we we keep having this discussion about it. Um, Mohamed Salah, you know, what I mean, there, there's, there's, he's, he's our, everything comes through him, everything good comes through him. And this is not taken away from everyone else on our team, but when he's off our game, it's rare that you see someone else step up. Exactly. I just, uh, after the game, I, I watched his interview and uh, he was talking about his uh, second goal, like the third, third goal of Liverpool, his second goal. He, was, he said, I was running and I was expecting the defender to make a mistake. That's why I, was, I kept running, kept running, because I said maybe he will lose the ball or something. So that's, that's what makes difference between like top, like good striker and top, top, that's top level. When you like keep waiting for the ball, running for the ball, sometimes they like when like fans, they will say, oh, that's chance. He missed the ball. But no, he was insisting and he was running and even the defender, when he sees him coming here, he will he will not like uh, throw the ball. So um, so that was amazing and uh, two amazing goals. I, I like it so much. His first goal too. And the second was amazing. At Jota was like oh yeah, the let's, best goal of the night. Let, let's jump. Let's talk about Jota. First of all, it's it's amazing that Liverpool's performance ended up um, emptying Goodison. 
you know what I mean? Sent everyone home. They like, they sure thank Liverpool, be like, you know what? I'm going to get to bed nice and early. You're welcome. You know? So, um, but Jota's <laughs> goal. Oh my God. What, what, a, everything about it was, was fantastic. Uh, Kiana. Oh gosh. Yeah. Just the, just the turn at first, when he took that first touch, I was like, ah, like I actually was like, uh, but then just that turn to collect it back and put that up there. That was insane. The angle of that, that's not an easy goal. And he's just like, he's just always like, so, um, I don't know how to describe it, but he just always looks like he's like, like foaming to get that goal. And sometimes it's like that, that fever is just like, okay, relax, Jota. Now you're giving away the ball, but he just has like that, that, vim and that like fire and I, I I I was never surprised about what he would contribute to our team from the moment I saw his name associated with our, our squad and anybody who says anything different like eat your words and you you just have no shame if you're still not giving this guy credit yeah um so he definitely brings um something that we're missing in our team and I think that is just the and I've said we've said it before on this pod but we always it's good to repeat ourselves sometimes it, touch and shoot, touch and shoot. You know what I mean? It, it's sometimes that that's all you need shots. Uh, uh, instead of, you know, Firmino is great. And what he brings to the team is absolutely marvelous. But um, sometimes you need that, that other just cold, like I'm here to score goals kind of, kind of player. Yeah. He's more goal oriented. Like he, yeah. he looks to the goal right away. Whenever he gets the ball, he thinks to, to go inside. Like he doesn't turn to, He's always trying to facing the keeper. Yeah. That's a good like thing. Comparing to uh, Firmino, like Firmino has different qualities, but in terms of scoring goals, being inside the eighteen uh, meters, like close to the keeper, Jota is more uh, like uh, efficient there in the, yeah. in the box, and uh, he's he's good with uh, Salah money too. Uh, he he has good combinations. Yeah. There are some assists. Um, I don't remember the uh, with the header, maybe against Arsenal. But I exactly. Believe. And it's, so uh, he contributes also. And uh, yeah, Jota is now the second best scorer in the Premier League, if I'm not mistaken. I think he scored eight. No, Vardy. Vardy's, Vardy has nine, I believe. Anyway, yeah. so he's second or third. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's Salah, Vardy, um, Jota and, and Mane. Look at that. Who's, who's better? Come on now. So, yeah. So Jota, like, uh, is doing fantastic. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he uh, keeps up. We need him. We need him. We need him to keep scoring. And also, what's the best thing today? I wanted to mention uh, Robertson. Yeah. I, in the previous pods, I said, Tsimikas, uh, he needs to play. He's doing well. He needs more time. And Robertson... He's not having the best start of the season, but but man, the last two games was amazing. Yeah. Like today and uh, Southampton, wow, absolutely uh, fantastic. Two, two assists today, so he replaced the yeah. Arnold. <laughs> Usually Arnold has two assists, so today uh, Robertson has two great uh, assists, and uh, he's been fantastic. You know, Sulma, that that shout that Tamika should play, I I think that's correct at the time. You know what I mean? Like if if there's a player out of form, you know, you don't select them just because of what they did. You do what they're able to do, you know what I mean, at that moment. And bringing Timikas in was, was fine. Giving uh, Robo a break was, was great. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not, this isn't one of those situations where it's just like, see, I told you so. No, the, it, it was the right call at the time. I agree. Robo, Robo it, if it's not a rest, then it's just who plays for certain games or it's just you're in form or you fight for your position. Like I, I like the idea that we have options. Like it just never felt like that before we had these players, but we weren't seeing anything from them. And now we know what they can contribute when they're called on. Like that's like the best feeling. No, I, exactly. Um, the last thing I want to say about Jota is guys, can you read his personality? I have no idea. Like I, I don't know if, if he's like, uh, overexcited guy, a serious guy, like a joker. Like I, I have no idea what Jota's personality is like. I can't read him on the field. It seems like his, uh, like like you said, Canna. Uh, like he's, you know, he's always with. He's trying so hard. He's so into the game. Um, he only smiles when he scores. You know what I mean? Like his. I'm like, man, can I hang out with this guy? You know what <laughs> I, mean? like, I don't know. <laughs> 
he does sometimes look like he he'll curse you out in a second. Like sometimes when you see things not his way, like he he's vocal and he he gets like once he gets going, I'm just like, oh, I wonder if he's swearing in Portuguese. Like it looks kind of like <laughs> aggressive, but I, I get what you mean. But it's funny because then I've heard someone say the same thing. Well, not the same thing, but something similar about Monty where they're just like, well, he he smiles when he misses a goal. And I'm like, yeah, because it's like if you don't smile, you're going to cry or if you don't yeah. smile, you're going to be ticked off. So they all have like their individual personalities, but it's like, yeah, with, with Jota, I just know he, he just seems so like goal oriented, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, is he, is he into the game or is it like time for him to come off or like what? So I guess you just have to read what he's doing in the game to be able to figure out what, what's in his head. But I I don't know. I don't hear much from him either, like press wise. Yeah. Well, that's just, I'm trying to think here, like as, as Liverpool, like, you know, you know what they do, the little fun little promotions there where they ask each other questions and stuff like that. Like recently, the one with uh, Keita, Mane, and Takim, uh, Taki uh, trying each other's foods, right? They're from traditional foods from, from, their, from their countries. Uh, but I've never seen Jota do that. So, like, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know his personality kind of thing, right? So it's, uh, it's anyway, that, that video is kind of kind of cute with those three. It's a, it's, it's a fun watch. It's short. It's like, I think it's about five minutes. But um, anyway, moving on, um, any last things on, on Liverpool, Everton? I mean, the only sh- I will say that the only shitty part is that City won and Chelsea won. But, <sighs> but this, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first game this season where we concede a goal and win the game. Oh. Yes, that might be worth looking up. But that's what, that's what I, I, I heard. So I'd have to double check that. Mm. Um, that means we'd have a lot of shutouts though. Anyway, that's worth a fact check. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, Kenna, any last words on the, the, the Liverpool Everton game? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just happy with um, the output today. Like I felt like Tiago was just like a menace. Like he played more, much more of a defensive role. And uh, like, I was worried that he was going to get booted out of the game at some points, mm-hmm. but um, I'm, I'm just happy with how we perform like, uh, Mane, he may not have put a goal in the back of the net, but every time he had the ball, there was two or three defenders on him. So like the, the fact that we have players moving into space and Jota, that's what I like about Jota too. He's all over the place. He's not just going to stay on the left side or the right side. Like he's running where there's space and the fact that we're getting those balls to him are, are just, and he's putting them in the, like putting them either in the back in the back of the net or handing it off to somebody else. Like our, our passing today was insane. And I don't know. I just really, I'm not worried about international break. Like I don't want anyone to bring that up to me. Yeah. You're not worried about the African cup of nations. No, <laughs> I, I, I will take your, your optimism. I will. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm pessimistic. I think of that, but I think, that it, it's still um it, it's not losing Salah, losing Mane, losing Keita. Um uh, who who else? Who, who am I forgetting? That's it. That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um like that's that's huge in my opinion. That's huge. I know it's a couple of games, so we'll we'll see how we how we manage. But uh you know, can you're you're probably right. It is manageable. Maybe just from from my point of view, I'm a little more nervous of, about it. Come Hopefully. on. Hopefully, Firmino will be back mm-hmm. by that time. Yeah. So, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, let's talk some some Ballon d'Or. We have about eight eight minutes. Um, time flies when you're when you're talking footy. Um, okay. Can we actually sum it up in eight minutes? I'm not. I'm not sure. Should we tackle something else first and then come back and and maybe the last section we'll talk about uh, the Ballon d'Or. Maybe when I, I'll reset the, the meeting. Sure. They want to just, uh, how are you doing on time, Kiana? 34, eh? Okay. Um, okay, let's talk quickly about uh, Xavi getting his first win with, with Barcelona uh, two weekends ago. Um, he's playing, they're playing something different. Uh, rumor is that Dembele uh, wants to leave, which is fine. And then you read some stupid posts, and I don't know, there's some journalists posted this, that, uh, Barcelona wants uh, Fernando Torres from um, from City for seventy million. 
Like, I, I don't know. Is this a 10 year payment plan? Like, I don't like, am I the only one that's thinking like, guys, I know months have passed by, but you're still broke. I don't understand. So they want to buy who? Sorry, Fernando yeah. Torres. No, Fernan, Ferran, Ferran Torres. Oh, I was, I was, I was hitting Fernando Torres. So no, no, Ferran. I said, what? Yeah. Ferran, Ferran Torres. Okay, okay, Ferran. Yeah. So that that's I don't amazing. understand the uh, how does it work the finance anymore? <laughs> when I, they are broke, they buy. When they're, I don't know. Oh, I don't like. Where can they hide the money? I don't even know. Honestly, uh, uh, that, that that's interesting, but. Uh, in my point of view, anything that they're linked with is really like, take that with a grain of salt because I think it's bullshit. And if they can pull it off, then God, I guess, uh, yeah. Hey, you want to keep digging your grave? Go ahead. But um, anyway, Shavi uh, there has been, you know, it's give them a, a little more light from the games I've watched. Um, so, and to, to be continued, but they are still like an eighth or something like that. Uh, they're, they're not doing too hot. And um Real Madrid's running the show there, guys. It's it's quite interesting how, how these two big clubs have taken two different uh, paths. Um, <clears throat> what else about France? I want to bring up France because our boy Jonathan David, man, we, we got to talk about him. Um, listen, he's leading the top goal scorer so far in in the French league in uh, in Uber Eats league or Uber Eats. So um, I was like saying that. It always sounds so funny when you add Uber Eats to it. <laughs> I just don't... <laughs> oh goodness! Um, but yeah, he's talking. Go. go ahead, go ahead, Simon. I just said he scored ten goals. Ten goals, yeah. Very good. Yeah, ten goals. I mean, Lil are little Lil are sitting. Oh my God, Lil are sitting in twelfth. Yeah, they're not doing well. No. They had the bad start of the season. Yeah, I mean, all this talk with PSG not playing well and this and that. I mean, they're predictably they're still top of the uh, league. Uh, 13, yes. 13 wins, two draws, one loss. 13 wins. Goodness. Um, I think, what, what do you get? It's, it's definitely Champions League or bust for Pochettino. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I they have to win, uh, like they have to win the the uh, Champions League for Pochettino to stay. Otherwise, like he, it's a fade. Imagine, like they lost. Uh, I'm not saying they lost, but uh, they didn't sell uh, Mbappe for 180 million last uh, summer just for PSG to win the Champions League. So, so if they don't win the Champions League, it's like fade for them with Messi, uh, Neymar. Mbappe, so it's gonna be a big fail. And to be honest, I don't expect them to win the Champions League. When I when I watch them against Man City, I I feel the difference. Not only even when when they won uh, in France two one uh, or two zero, uh, like City was good, and uh, like as a team they play better together. Like PSG, like they have so many. I, they don't defend the top three, like the uh, front three, yeah. Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, and in the Champions League you can't, you can't, you can't do that. Like the, if you want to win the Champions League, you can't stay up, not defending. And uh, I feel Mbappe also is not as motivated as before. I'm not sure. I just feeling when I watch it some games, he is mind to go to Madrid. I feel it. So. I don't expect them to win the Champions League. Yeah, I can't even got an opinion on that because I I'm kind of with Sulman that they haven't shown me anything in the Champions League that says they're gonna they're gonna win it. Um, mind you, what I will say about the City game is that it is City, and City are not underdogs in that game either. You know what I mean? So, um, but does City have a more cohesive gameplay? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. And, and PSG, I'm sorry, Kempepe is a horrible defender. He's not, he's not a good player. I, I don't rate him at all. And they, they, they let in easy goals. So suspect in defense, I, that's, that's PSG's downfall in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's, that's like a common, I'd feel like that's a common, it, that's a, a consensus. It's, it's, you you want to play like that in the French league, okay? But then now when you're playing against other teams that yeah have a, a more 
solid system that are stronger defensively. Like that's, you can't just rely on the goal scoring. You've got to keep those goals out of the back of the net. And as much as I, I, I follow PSA, I support that squad, but it's, this should have just been what put them over the edge and to not have that with, with Messi in the mix. It's like one of those things where it's like, well, what else do you need? Yeah. What, 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 what were you really focusing on? Was it, was Messi the right move or was it to straighten up your, your defense in order to win the Champions League? Because that's, that's what I thought the goal was. And I don't know it uh, against Man City. It looks troublesome, but um, I don't know. You, you never know. And, and just with Neymar getting injured, if I see another tag or post with, with that ankle sprain, I'm just going to scream. Uh... I had to like, turn off all these notifications because I, I saw it and I was just like, Oh no. Like what else? What else? Like, come on, Neymar. Like this, this is what you, this is what I wanted him to win. And like for him to be out, they said it's just an ankle sprain, but we'll see. You know that, that, yeah, that was gross. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not one of those situations where like, Oh, he died. No, no. It's just the momentum. And then his ankle got cut underneath. It's just, it's rotten luck. Yeah. it looked extremely painful. Yeah. Like his, it, he was, his leg was like an L and I was like, stop showing it. And then someone showed like a still of it. And I was like, Oh my God, turn off the notifications. I don't want to see this, but wish him a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Um, one, one last word uh, sure. for uh, Gini Wijnaldum. Like, mm. He's not doing well in PSG. Whenever he plays and even the fans, they started saying that it's uh, bad recruitment they did and uh, so he was injured and he's back now mm-hmm. but today I don't think he played he's still injured yeah but um, but yeah so we know them having but so yeah. far bad season yeah he hasn't adapted well maybe he doesn't have that position yet uh, but guys let, let's take a short break um, a word from our sponsor it will be elevator music guys but we'll be back <laughs> shortly. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to, to the second part of our review show. Uh, Kiana has left us. So it's just me and Suma to discuss the big news about the Ballon d'Or. Um, you know, the, the 2021 after taking a break for 2020, for some weird reason, Sulma. And now that you actually think about it and how we're doing this on Zoom um, they could have easily done a virtual um, uh, ceremony, award ceremony, right? Yeah. But they decide not to, which is totally weird because then it left the door open for the discussion we're about to have. You know what I mean? The, 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 the controversial dis- discussion of, um, you know, uh, did Messi deserve it? Did Lewandowski deserve it? You know what I mean? Uh, what the hell is Giorgino doing in third place? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's... It's a, it's a lot a lot of discussions to be had. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to you. I'm gonna let you say your piece about uh, who do you think should have should have won it, uh, Suma. So for me, like with no doubt, Lewandowski should have won the Ballon d'Or. He's been like a goal machine in the last two years. In the uh, 2020, there was no no Ballon d'Or, and 2021. He's been amazing. Like he scored almost on every game, Champions League, uh, Bundesliga. What what can he do more? What can he do more to get the Ballon d'Or? He he won all the title, all the possible titles. He didn't win the Champions League last year. Okay, he won the the season before. Top scorer in the Bundesliga, back to back. He's uh, they left the Champions League uh, last season against PSG because he didn't play. I remember Shupo Moting uh, played at that time and. I think that's one of the reasons why PSG passed. Uh, his impact in the team is huge. Uh, he's doing crazy stuff from the league, uh, even in the national team. If Poland now is in the, uh, uh, they are gonna play um, the qualifications. They still have a chance to go to the uh, to the World Cup. It's because of Lewandowski. What can he do? Because he's not like uh, uh, French or. Um, Belgium or Italian to win the, to win the European Cup like that's, it's it's not fair for him. Uh, he's, he's, he he did a lot. He he broke so many records. I 
thing. I feel bad for Lewandowski not winning the Ballon d'Or. Uh, but just to mention, nothing against Messi. Messi for me, I love Messi. Messi for me is the best player ever. But doesn't mean that he has to win the Ballon d'Or every year. He, he had a good season, very good season. Uh, he won the um, Copa America. I understand all of that. But for me, Lewandowski deserves much better, much better. Like good difference. Like for me, like. Uh, that's what should be and then like not even the competition or very close or something no for me it's clear Lewandowski number one for okay. me then Messi, then we can talk maybe later about the other positions yeah yeah no no that that's a good point and and a lot of people share your your point of view um again my thing is just like it just really sucks he should have got 2020 no problem no I wouldn't I wouldn't even care who's second or third it's Lewandowski 2020 for sure um, the, the problem with this here is that, um, there, there's one thing I have to, and I don't want to take any credit away from Lewandowski. I want, I want to make sure I say this because he's a very, very good player. He's a very good player. He's very talented, very good striker, but he's on Bayern Munich. You know what I mean? And, and for me, Bayern Munich, they run the, they run the Bundesliga. They have all the money in the Bundesliga. They're expected to score goals. He has every opportunity to do so. And again, I don't want to say that's the only reason why he's scoring goal because it's not true. You know what I mean? But I will say that it plays a big part for him. It helps him out a lot. The reason why I look at Messi and I think, okay, this guy single-handedly made Barcelona relevant last year. So only reason, I don't care if they win now. I forget what they lost to, to PSG. They got their asses kicked against PSG and they got knocked out. But they only made it that far because of Messi. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 they were able to go in Champions League this year. Because of Messi, he carried that very average, this team that wasn't playing well. It was, it was all him. And that's, that's what's kind of, kind of, kind of scary. Um, that being said, it is tough to, and, and this is remove um, um, guys who played international football. Like, even if you didn't, let's say you didn't play international football, it's really hard for you for this year to be considered because there was international tournament. It sucks. You know what I mean? It, it sucks because they, they do play. So like, basically um, uh, we'll talk about Mosala, but you know, you can't talk about Mosala in the summer because there was no, there was no African cup of nation. There was no international tournament uh, for, for African players. Right. And, and same thing with Asian players. Um, so I think that international years where there's a national competition, international competition, it's going to be one of those that play in the, in the, in the national, in the international competition. It sucks but it's definitely a bias towards them because at the same time, they have more opportunities. They have more goals, <laughs> uh, sorry, more games to, to, to perform. Um, so, so from that point of view, it, it sucks, but I mean, we, you, you saw numbers. The, the, the thing that sucks so much is that the numbers just, they, they don't lie brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like that only thing, according to this, the only thing that Lewandowski is better at is he scored 14 more goals from from January 1st to October 24th, he scored 14 more goals than, than Messi. Everything else, Messi dominates. You know what I mean? That, that's, but it's also a position thing. We'll, we'll admit that too. But I feel like the fact that Messi got, uh, you know, the best player in the Copa America, the best player in La Liga, the most this, the most that, the most everything pretty much, right? I think in one category, uh, Neymar is the one that beat him in 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 a Copa America. Um, the, just the stats, right? So it's it's really hard to ignore. I agree with you when you say just because it's Messi, it doesn't mean he should win. One hundred percent. Just because Ronaldo doesn't mean he should win. Just because uh, Neymar plays for PSG, it doesn't mean he should win. But I think so, Matt. What what do you think? This is the last time we see either Messi or Ronaldo relevant. That's hundred percent sure. Like, That's it, eh? We see uh, Messi is how he's playing with uh, PSG. Yeah. He's not the Messi that we all know. Cristiano is almost thirty-seven. Uh, last game he was on the bench. Uh, we we don't expect magic anymore from him. I mean, they 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 will help the, their teams. They will yep. be. They will have good impacts for sure. They still have games to play to help the team. Yes, but. Not to score, not to have crazy stats like 40, 50 goals, 
uh, I don't expect that. And I think uh, no more Messi or Cristiano winning the yeah. Ballon d'Or anymore. And, and that's not a, a, and exactly what you're saying. It doesn't mean they're not good. You know what I mean? But there's other players that are coming up. They're not going to perform at that level. And Suma, they have nothing to prove anyway. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 what, what I do have to admit though, is, is what do you think? We will never see, like the people who's going to win the awards are never going to show those numbers again. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it's, it's almost like the Ballon d'Or is going to have to lower their standards in, in terms of who's going to be awarded. Cause like Cristiano and, and Messi put up some serious numbers, some serious performances you know, so like everything else we're going to see for a bit of time where it's just like, eh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, not, sorry, not okay, but I mean, like, not that, that level. Yeah, exactly. The, those studs, I don't think we can see in our life players mm-hmm. will have stats like that. It's like once in 50 years, yeah. 60 years, maybe yeah. more. A generation essentially, what, right? Yeah, what they have done is like I have no word to describe how it's big, but yeah, they have nothing to prove they are the best. And uh, and um, yeah, Man- Manchester United, he's still scoring with Man United, he's been scoring in every game of the Champions League at his age. Yeah. Uh, year, last game, not today, he had three assists. And, that, and that's what I'm saying that like sometimes me and you see the game, we look a little deeper, you know what I mean? In, in the game and people will say, you know, he's not, Messi's not doing well at PSG. I'm like, did you not, I, like, maybe did you not see the hat trick of assists he just provided? You know what I mean? And so it's, it's people who make blanket statements who, 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 who they have to look at the game a little, a little deeper. Um, has, has he been the, the Messi of old? No, definitely not. It's taken him, a while to adjust who knows he might not even just maybe you know you know maybe this method he loves he loved Barcelona so much and it hurt him to leave so much that like maybe he's lost a bit of his his wanting to play you know what I mean maybe yeah yeah so it's there's a lot there's a lot of factors there but okay that's established um you want to talk quickly about Jorginho I, I will say that um like, good for you, Giorgino, to be put up there. Good for you. Yeah, like, cherish that because it's never going to happen again. And yeah. I, don't, I don't want – I don't want to bash him. Um, he has qualities that are good. He has good qualities, what he brings. He, he's a professional footballer, and he's elite. He's a good player. But to be up there like that, no. He wasn't even the best midfielder in, in Chelsea. He wasn't even the best midfielder in, uh, on Italy. So it just drives me nuts how they how they push this. You know what I mean? How, how they how they push that and was it started with stupid FIFA, right? FIFA gave him the best player of the year. So yeah. it, it started with that craziness. But anyway, what are your thoughts on that? I I really think the criteria should change for the Ballon d'Or. It doesn't make sense because he won the Champions League and he won the uh, European Cup. It means he has to be there. Yeah, and so it's sad. It's like. Emerson for the left back of Chelsea. He won the Champions League and the uh, mm-hmm. European Cup. So why well, he's not in the top ten now? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. I I don't understand. Like when Chelsea when he doesn't start with Chelsea, I I don't feel like the big difference in the team. Like mm-hmm. his impact is not that huge. He's a good player, like you said, professional with Italy. He's fine. He's good, but nothing exceptional. I don't see any. In, like for example, Modric when he won the Ballon d'Or, like he, he he's done so so many stuff. But Jorginho, I don't feel like the big impact that he has on the team. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. And then again, you know, people might think this is hate, but it's just you know, it's what I see and the way I feel about him. Um, again, Conte, Conte is the better player. Um, you know, in in the midfield with Italy, Italy we had. We had, um, what's it, like Chiesa, you know what I mean, Verratti. Um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. You know, even, even if you look at that, you look at that Italy performance and you think, okay, who, who really made a difference? You know I mean, who, like, I'm going to tell you, Bonucci and Chiellini, fuck, for being how old they were and how everyone said they were done, I, I said that 
their age is going to play a factor in the Euro. And it was, the, they, it did, but not for the reasons why I said it. You know what I mean? They, they, it was the opposite as to why I brought it up. Um, so, so people like that, they, they get the, you know, sure got more, more acknowledgement in the tournament. But anyway, um, let's, let's talk a bit about Mo Salah because Mo Salah finished seventh uh, behind um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, which for Ronaldo, that's, you know, I think that's his new reality. Whether or not he's going to accept it, hey, that's, that's up to you. Um, that if, if, if you need to really like, keep pushing, good for you if that's going to motivate you. But that, that might be your new, new reality. And, um, but for Mo Salah, um, he, he should have finished higher, man. Like it just, I, I, I don't know what else. Maybe the next year would be the year, but I don't know what else Sulma, I can I can promote what I can say about Mo Salah, and you can people call me biased because I'm a Liverpool supporter, but I everyone sees it. I, I don't know what else I can say about this guy to get him for the world to to see the kind of players and, and the respect he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, like even if he did, like other player like will score three goals or two goals, they will start like sharing everywhere. Look at Mbappé, look at Mbappé, mm-hmm. look, at, look at Benzema, but it's not the same with uh, Salah at all, unfortunately. Uh, in the uh, final of the um, Nation Euro- European Nations, when yep. France won against um, Spain in the final, uh, just after the game when Benzema scored, like uh, Real Madrid, uh, the official uh, uh, statement from Real Madrid about Benzema and he's he's gonna be the Ballon d'Or and the, like we see the pressure like not indirect pressure indirect pressure like uh, uh, Benzema won this uh, tournament he scored this he's been fantastic in the tournament they won the uh, the cup thanks to him uh, he scored the amazing goal in the final uh, he's he's been very good so he he should win the Ballon d'Or and. All the fans, like uh, Real Madrid fans, were sharing, were discussing, and in the French media, they discuss about it a lot. So, other nations in Europe, it, it's where they talk more about football. They will listen to that kind of discussions. Unlikely with uh, Musala, you will not see much that kind of debate, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it's it's all. It's, it is true. You know, that's a, that's a good point. It, it, sometimes I, I feel like the club needs to promote it more, you know, it, it, even if they, you know, even if it helps with the votes, you know, all the other clubs do it. And, you know, yeah. Everyone else promotes their, their players. Um, like he, he loves Liverpool and I know Liverpool loves him back. You know I mean? The fans and the club, I, I know they love him back, but sometimes they just need a, a, li- a little more extra. And like you said, there's, there's not that, that big, debates um i don't know i really so i don't know what it is about mo salah that that people don't see i really don't know yeah i don't know either like what can he do like he they started with one season wonder two season wonder three season wonder they're still talking about mo salah and his consistency Oh, if he wants to be as good as Harry Kane, he has to show it consistently. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't provide many assists. He only wants yeah. to score goals. Like today's December first, he uh, has combined thirty uh, assists and goal, and we are only December first. Yeah, like imagine, like yeah. I'm sad to say it, but uh, because he's Egyptian, that makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It, I am. Yeah, I'm from it, Tunisia. I know the Arab. Yeah, do you think it's political? Say, like, like what? What is it like? If you don't mind me asking, like how? What? How does that that play in? I'm just curious because I don't know. Like it's hard to explain. I I don't know either. But like for example, Benzema, he's mm-hmm. uh, originally from Algeria. Yeah. Zidane is originally from Algeria. If they choose to play with um, Algeria. They will not be the players that they are now, okay. like Benzema. It's impossible. Uh, I, I watch, for example, Algeria, the national team. They have uh, Blaili. I know him because he played in Tunisia. And they have Mahrez. 
when I watch Algeria and the Algerian people, they say Blady is better, but he, he can't have like, it's not he can't, but it's much harder for Arab players to have that, uh, that career to the, once he, once he, once he plays in the, in the Arab League when he's Algerian, it's, it's different than um, a player who started in France like Mahrez and then uh, he went to um, uh, England. It's not the same, like the media, the, uh, the development in, in the country, how, how they talk. Uh, it's is, so is, many things to relate Shima, to. Is there, is there almost a perception that we'll call them homegrown players aren't as good as exports? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. It has an impact. It's not like Algerian uh, Algerian player who, uh, who was born in France, who lived in France, same as Algerian player who who grew up in in his home country. It's different. Yeah. Even when they speak the language after uh, it's all related to the media. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. It's, so, it's true that just bringing it back like in that context bringing it back to, to the ballon d'or that it is a media show it is true you know what i mean like 100 it's a it's a media show like any other awards right every award ceremony is a media show right? movies music everything um so sometimes people call it a fraud sometimes people say that like it's not it's not worth anything anymore kind of thing so it is, it is going to be interesting, I find, that um, how um, people are going to vote moving forward, you know what I mean? Like, be, because, in my opinion, in recent years, because Ronaldo and Messi played at such a high level, it was almost easy for them to pick because they were so good. You know? yeah. So now that there's going to be players who are all going to be like a lot of them are going to be on the same playing field. You know, they're going to be up there, but there's going to be there's going to be a lot of them. I wonder how people are going to vote. What what is going to be their criteria? You know what I mean? Like uh, and they're journalists, right? Journalists are the ones that that vote, too. So I'm just as as journalists. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very interested to see how how people vote and and how their analysis, what their analysis is to to for their voting. Yeah, like what once I see like the um for example the Champions League eleven players, the eleven best mm-hmm. players. I don't see Arnold. I don't see uh, Robertson. Yeah. At, at one point, like I'm not talking about last year, but in the last five six years. It's like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Barcelona, oh. Real Madrid player only. That's it. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Like, they were the best. They had amazing players, like, no doubt about them. But, but I see sometimes, for example, Ramos, they put him right back just to be on the 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I or even, left... I, that, that's, that's a good example because another one would be, Marcelo missed half the season. He's in the team. He's in the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's a that's a very that's a very good point, Suma. So it's going to be very interesting to see God move, moving forward because um, and there's always debates. You know, I mean, you and I we we love we love debates, especially individual players and, and stuff like that. Um, I, I just it's very curious to see um, what the journalists see that we don't see, or what we see and they don't see. It's it's crazy. Um, but Klopp got asked a, an interesting question. Um, who asked him? I forget who it was, but in his press conference uh, before this game, um, he, he mentioned, they mentioned the, the, the Ballon d'Or and what he thought about it, right? And, and Mo Salah finishes seventh. And he replied, you're the one that votes. You tell me. You know what I mean? Like, which that's is, that's good, you, you know what I mean? Which, which makes 100% sense. Um, it, it's super interesting. But We'll see, man. We'll, we'll see how things turn out next year. If Mo Salah keep this, keeps this up, you know what I mean? Um, but even, even then, he started... Because, again, the voting ends in, in October. So, like, the start of the season, he's been the best player in the world. And you yes. still didn't vote him high, you know? Yeah. It's going to be... It's weird. He should um, be, like... For me, he's number four for me. For me, my own uh, rank is, like, Lewandowski, yeah. second Messi. Third Benzema, fourth uh, Salah. Yep. Yeah, I, I can 
Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, Benzema and, and Salah are, I think they're interchangeable. You know what I mean? If someone yeah. says Benzema and someone else says Salah, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, with either or. But I don't see Jorginho Kante. I love Kante, but I don't see him before Salah. No. And I don't see Cristiano Ronaldo before those four of the... Yeah. And I understand we, we finished third. We didn't win any title, but next season, next year, hopefully, hopefully, if, if we win the Champions League or Premier League, he should win the... He should win like the uh, Ballon d'Or. If he continues like that, he should. Yeah. Or he, and he should. I think... Yes, uh, like Liverpool finished third, but there's only one reason why we finished third, and that's Mo Salah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's true. It's scary, but it's true. Yeah. Um, anyway, that kind of wraps up the the, the Ballon d'Or talk. Um, every year, it's, it's contentious. Every year, there's 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 a discussion to be had. Um, but yeah, it's nice having you know some 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 substance to the conversation, not only a post that says robbed or it's a joke you know give me a reason give me give yeah. me some, you know what i mean let's exactly yeah sometimes wow. they are like say oh he's not good so what's the point what's the, crit- the criticism yeah. like <laughs> what's the argument how can you say yes or no just exactly it's yeah. not but you know what at the end of the day this is why this is a big reason why i created this podcast so we can actually talk about it you know what i mean and not only be on social media on Twitter and, and write a couple words and, and you know and I tried to explain with you so this is a good platform where we can actually talk about it a little more you know not everyone has to agree and yeah we're not the the best analyst but we're just football fans who like talking about it so that that's that's a big reason why I created it exactly you did well to create that yeah <laughs> so like Canada versus US um, big uh, World Cup qualifier coming up uh, they've established a day and uh, a place January 30th in Hamilton which means it's going to be another winter another wintry game um, it's, it's going to be interesting because it's not like again we, we talked about this before but it's not like us Canadians we play in outside in the winter you know what I mean like <laughs> this like to a certain extent this isn't that big an advantage in the in, in the way people think it is. You know what I mean? It, it's not like playing in Mexico in altitude or Peru in altitude, you know what I mean? Or or in, in Qatar in, in heat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, that's their, their their daily life. But Canada, we're not in January, we're not outside like playing soccer. We're not, a, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's interesting. It, it, it's interesting how uh to 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 see that choice. I thought BC for sure, but we know BC is going through a lot of uh, like floods and all that stuff. So who knows um, uh, the condition that they're going to be in, but um, yeah, Hamilton, it is uh, what well, we shall see, man. Hopefully uh, we can win. It's very important for the qualification. Oh yeah. And uh, my birthday is on January 29th, so it will be uh, the best gift. If there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That, that's awesome. Um, and it's against the U.S. too, so that, that's big too. Um, we'll, we'll see, man. We, if we win that, let's continue winning. But then after that, Canada plays all in, in Latin America and Central America. And, and so that's, that's going to be tough. So yep. they, they have to get a result there. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Take advantage of the snow. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. Because we, yeah, that's right, Suma. We, we play in this. They, Suma, they sell cleats, especially for Canadians. Okay. With, with the fur, with the fur inside, you know? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, you know what? That's, that's, that's all I really had to, had to go with, Suma. Anything else you want to mention in the football world? Um, I think we have a, a couple of minutes left before we have to wrap up, but I think, uh, you know, covering the Liverpool game, talking about the Ballon d'Or, which, which is the, which was the big news. Uh, I know United got their, has their new coach. Um, maybe, maybe we'll talk about that quickly because, um, you know, there, I, I heard someone on, on the radio saying um, that, you know, it, it's more than, that's more than, than it's not going to fix the issue. You know what I mean? The, they still have players that have a lot of question marks. There's no cohesiveness. There's no plan. So it, it could be this, this supporter was saying like, it could be that they're still going to go through some rough times until they figure it out because yes, he's short-term, he's good, but it looks like uh, 
looks like United doesn't have like let's say a, a three-year plan. Yeah, so for now they just want to finish like the season with less damage, like mm -hmm. maybe finish in number four and uh, try to go in the cup, get something maybe. But yeah, maybe uh, he's gonna stay as consultant. That's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Once he finishes the six months, and I've heard very good things about this mm -hmm. coach. I didn't know him like well. I just heard of him, but. Once when I saw what Klopp was talking about him and Tuchel, Tuchel as well from Chelsea, they inspired them a lot. And um, they they said only good words about him. And Klopp said that's a bad, that's a bad uh, thing for us, for the league. Exactly. To have yeah. another very good coach. So I'm expecting Manchester United to improve in the coming uh, weeks. For the long term, that's not sure about it. It depends on the next appointment. It depends how the play the players will fit to the system. It depends until the summer things can change. But for the short term, I expect United to improve. Yeah, I agree. I I, I definitely agree. I think there's definitely going to be an, an improvement. Um, who the real question is who's going to be sacrificed? You know what I mean. Um, which players are going to have to rotate onto the bench and stuff like that. It's going to be very interesting to see. Um, but, you know, so let, let's wrap it up there. Um, there are a bunch of games that we're in December now, and it's, you know, in the EPL, it's, it's the holiday season, and that's where they put – the Europe takes time off, but the EPL puts more. <laughs> the more TV viewing, the better. So um, a lot – and historically, we know that um, a lot – of uh, titles are are determined are, are established in late uh, it's december and january essentially exactly yeah so All we, the, we shall exactly. See. yeah hopefully um, we can keep this run before yeah. the african cup yeah so all right so well, i totally appreciate it man this was a good discussion um obviously we'll, we'll do this again because uh liverpool plays on the weekend we have a bunch of footy that we always watch so we'll talk about it next monday hopefully uh, but in the meantime, Suma, always a pleasure, my friend. It's my pleasure. Thank you. All right. For my, for my listeners, thank you for making it this far. Um, again, if you ever want to just come on and, and talk with me and Suma and the crew, uh, we're always here for a discussion. So uh, guys, just reach out to me and uh, take care. <laughs>